0: Hey there, DJ Madbarn.
1: So, so far, I just love the little intro sound. I, I've i now become realized, like, it, it sounds like the old, like, Windows power mo- mode button.
0: Yeah, like the waiting. Yeah, the mm-hmm. waiting music. It's really nice. Oh. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to our special Halloween, well, one of two special Halloween episodes of Chaos Everywhere. I'm hmm. your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. And that guy over there humming is the Halloween Spooky Mix, Is
1: Spooky McSpooky song. Man, DJ Man.
0: Uh, yeah, that's him. And, uh, today we're going to be talking about The Simpsons. Uh, we're not doing a Treehouse of Horror, because that was the whole idea, was you weren't going to do one, and, uh, our device is. Oh. We're doing season 27 episode four, um, Halloween of Horror, which is, it's a very weird concept of the episode, because it doesn't replace the Treehouse of Horror, but it is a Halloween episode in pretty much every way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first thing, because this is a later episode, have you ever seen this before? No. Okay. What did you think of it overall?
1: <laughs> I thought it was nice because it kind of reminded me back of, like, old Simpsons, how, like, there's a lesson to be learned sort of in between. And I know some of the initial treehouses of horror, like, they don't really learn a lesson. It's just kind of, like, more shock and funny.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely because a lot of people kind of give up on The Simpsons after a certain point. It's definitely one of the um, shining episodes of the later seasons that I discovered just because I decided one day, I'm just going to go in and watch all the newer episodes because I feel like it. So, um, so just to give you an idea, because it's not a treehouse of horror, so it's a whole episode. Uh, the basic plot of the episode is that um, Homer is setting up Evergreen, uh, well, what do you call it? Um <laughs> Screen Terrors, I think is what it's called. Yep. Um, so he's setting up for Halloween and uh, they have to go to a spirit Halloween to buy some new skeletons and while he's there, some of the like uh, seasonal workers tell Homer how he can get some stuff for free and of course Homer immediately gets them fired by being stupid and they promise to um, get revenge on him. Well, after that, Homer takes Bart and uh, Lisa to a it's based on the Universal uh, theme park Halloween night, but it's uh, at Krustyland, and Lisa just gets all sorts of freaked out to the point where she basically goes comatose, and uh, because of that, the Simpsons decide to cancel Halloween, and Homer stays home with her. They like keep her, you know, calm while Bart goes off with Marge to try and find some Halloween, and, uh, and those three guys show up, and it's basically just your, you know, kind of a horror. Haunted house movie where the guys get in the house and they haunt them, and the whole thing is that you know this is actually happening. Uh, so yeah, and then the way they stop it is by using the decorations in the attic. They're able to get attention, so everybody comes and helps them before the three guys can kill them. So that's the general like story. Um, but as far as like this, I love this episode because it's just it's it's so kind of out of the box especially for season 27 um my i'm trying to think of like what my some of my favorite stuff about it is it's just it's very true to halloween in general mm-hmm. i would say because like you've got the, the main plot of lisa being thinking that she's ready for you know more adult halloween and clearly mm-hmm. not being ready and that's a big part of everybody's childhood when it comes to you know scary stuff but then there's even a subplot with Marge and Bart where while they're trying to run around and find some Halloween for Bart, they end up staying out too late and run into grown up Halloween with its own song, which is just hilarious. Um, where all the grown ups are dressed like perverted or sexily and you know, it's very not kid friendly, which is also a very true part of Halloween as you start to grow up and get older. So I really think it's it's just an, I think it's a really well written episode. And it's just kind of shocking it's this late in the series. But, you know, it's one of those reasons where I've said to people, I'll give you a way to just stop after, like, ten seasons. But there are good episodes after that.
1: There's mm-hmm.
0: nothing one of them. So, I got some random facts about the episode. But what else did you uh, think about the episode? What did you think about tailey Because that, that makes sense. So,
1: <laughs> that's a whole thing, too. Because, like, they make this whole reference. And, like, I don't know if you've seen the rest of the season. But, like. I don't remember if they've ever referenced like Lisa having like a child toy. So like, I don't know if that's like something that was when she was little and they just like threw that in there, like as another thing of like, Oh, we haven't told you about this after, you know, how many seasons we bring up this thing and then give you context. Right. Um,
0: no, I will say that that was something they invented for the show. Like I would remember Tailey, but basically what it is, is a, um, it's, it would start off as a plush raccoon and by the time we see it in this episode, Lisa has just petted it and stroked it. Like it's like the nub of the tail. And it's her comfort stuffed animal that she'd put away like a year or so before, according to Homer and Marge. But when she gets so freaked out, she goes back to it because it's her crutch. So that's the whole joke. They know that she's psychologically really screwed up mm-hmm. because she went back to Taley. Um, so, right. But yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to clarify who the, or
1: what that was. No, that's okay, because that was the other thing, too, I thought that was a bit different from, like, a lot of The Simpsons that I knew was, like, there was a lot more kind of real thing. Like, it wasn't, it didn't feel more slapstick. It actually felt more like childhood development between what Bart wants and what Lisa wants and kind of dealing with a little more of, like, adolescence versus just kind of, like, more little kid stuff. Like, it wasn't just, like, poop and fart jokes. It was actually, you know, um, a little more in between where like the, uh, the initial things were more, re- they're, were, they're very relatable, um, but they were also kind of like a little more higher level than what usually like what Homer kind of runs into.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and, and uh, it really does uh, feel like um, in a really nice way, like this is a really cool Halloween special just on its own, mm-hmm. because it really does remind me of the feeling of growing up of like the the years where there's weather or whatever when you're young enough and it's really bad then you feel really horrible when you do miss because i had a, one or two that i i think there's one specifically i remember missing my parents did a great job where i didn't feel like i missed out mm. but it was because of weather and i remember how bad that felt but i also remember as you get older that year where it's just like, I don't care anymore. It's mm-hmm. you know, trick or treat doesn't matter anymore. And then you get a little bit older and you're like, Oh, Hey, these girls, mostly when I was in college, these girls are going to walk around that. I will definitely <laughs> at least be creepy and look at them. Because that's about all the game I could ever muster. But, but yeah, no. It's just it really feels like every stage of how people treat Halloween throughout their life is kind of represented in this episode, which is really a cool idea. And that's one of the things I think the Simpsons can sometimes miss as you go on to later seasons, is they they get so wacky that you miss the core of like just the family. Yes, yeah, kind of weird, but a family dealing with real things that everybody kind of deals with.
1: Mm-hmm that was the other thing too like some episodes get it real wacky and like superficial like there's no way this could happen but like that was pretty like realistic overall like even like the people like the house invasion there wasn't like a lot of weird unexplainable you know things or anything like that it was all very like like relatable and then kind of what you were saying too with like i don't know like the stages or the things that people remember about halloween the fact that they had a commentary on spirit stores and then like the <clears throat> like i was saying uh, before that like the the they address like that there's people that work for spirit stores that literally like travel throughout the country to work at like these little like stores there are people that actually do that um so <clears throat> it's just kind of very you know relatable and i think you were saying too like as a pro- kind of progression of halloween where it was like oh it was fun and then it was like okay what's this like i don't really care and then sometimes for people it gets more thing and then I think it still goes back to like what Simpsons, I think ultimately surprisingly always does is kind of goes back to like the core of what things mean and having that just general kind of like, you know, when they have the happy ending kind of thing is they kind of mm-hmm. do bring it back to like, a just kind of like a little quick teaching about like life or moving on or growing up stuff like that.
0: Right. So there um, this, this is a weird little fact that I want to throw in here because I really like this, that they put this detail in there. Uh, but it's not really, I don't think it's going to have too much conversation. It's just sort of an Easter egg. Um, so in this episode, if you watch it, Marge's um, license plate is different, I guess, than it usually is. Oh. And the number of her license plate actually corresponds to the running number of the first ever episode of The Simpsons. So however they categorize them for like TV archives, mm. that's what the number is on her license plate. And if we are doing a watch long, I could definitely point that out, but we're not doing that for The Simpsons, so I just wanted to put that in there, because I was like, oh, that's actually really cool.
1: Huh. So, um, I mean, that's one of those good that we can like freeze, somebody can freeze-frame it afterwards.
0: Yeah, check it out. You can definitely see it. Um, one of the other things that it, this episode comments on that's just really funny, well, there, there's a few things, but I'll start with the, the one that made this register when they go. So one of the ideas March has to get Bart to Halloween is to take her, take him to the rich part of uh, town to a rich cul-de-sac where they go overboard. <laughs> and that that's very relatable. There's places around mm-hmm. where I live, where people go over the moon for Halloween and Christmas, where they just decorate everything. A lot of them actually do it for charity, but I love the idea of being like the middle-class or lower middle-class kid who's going to the rich neighborhood and they won't let you in, but they'll let you turn around so you can see all the stuff that you're missing. <laughs> and, and and I do love the joke of the guy that like, um, March tries to bribe him with a free zipline adventure. And he's like, well, ziplining does mean everything to me. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just, that was just a fun joke. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I think that does, that's something that speaks to my, my childhood a little bit. In that, like, I don't, I never felt like I was missing out, but I was definitely aware that there were people that did Halloween to the nth degree compared to what my family usually did. Um, like I said, it never felt like I was missing out, but looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, no, that, there, there was definitely that. There are definitely those kids that are just on that next level somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so um, let's see what else. <laughs> the
1: other real there. thing that I'll point in, the other thing is like, that goes back to like the growing up thing is mm-hmm. in order for Halloween to be fun as you get older, you either have mm-hmm. to put more effort into it or and or more money. So like the reference yeah. to like Homer justifying where they have to stay. I'm like, oh, I felt that because it's one of those like, <clears throat> like even to like when we look at costumes, like, right. Some of the best costumes are either the people that are so stubborn that they don't want to spend money, that they do all this extra stuff at home and it's awesome. Or right. they spend a ton of money to, to, like, wear something that, like, looks cool, but they're only going to wear it for, like, you know, two days. Yeah. And like, even that, too, like, costumes and stuff like that, it, it can be, and that's one of the things, like, I, I remember I told you, too, I usually do. Like, every year, it's, like, I have some traditions that I've built over time to kind of keep holidays more relevant or fun. Mm-hmm. And, like, I usually do go to the Spirit Store. I'm Like, I haven't gone this year. Um, and it's just kind of a fun, just, like, novelty, buy, spooky, fun stuff, like... That right. cheeky trivialty tri- stuff. So, like, I did kind of just collectively make it feel. So, this was a good, like, even if you are going to miss Halloween, if you watch this episode, you might not feel like you missed it.
0: Right. And I do, one of the things that, because it's a, a tradition for me, or at least one that I've done a few years, and I, I should, maybe should do it um, this year, is I would watch the Halloween movies. And this episode references them very clearly. <laughs> again, with Homer, just making it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that a, that was one of my favorite little, like smaller but like continual bits. Because then Lisa, who's like paranoid and afraid, without realizing what it is, she's like, "Oh, he's singing a happy tune. I'll sing along with him." And she's like, "Wait yeah. a minute!"
0: Like Homer goes around locking all the windows. He says, "I'm gonna sing a happy tune to keep my spirits up," and he starts humming <laughs> the Halloween theme song. <laughs> Just oh, but yeah. Um, something else that I was gonna. Ah, uh, I knew I was gonna forget the other thing. Oh well. Uh, Maybe it'll come back to me. Um, so as far as like, because I've never actually been to one of those. As far as the uh, crusty Land, uh, like um, Scare Night, whatever it's called in the thing, I I do love the idea that yeah, it's super realistic to the point where a child as smart as Lisa can be completely freaked out. But then there's a button that you hit. It turns on all the lights.
1: Cry it's, baby.
0: <laughs> it's just all the actors. Uh, taking off their masks i mean it's i don't know i've never been to one have you ever been to a haunted house like any kind
1: of haunted house like that oh yeah so i've been to haunted houses haunted catacombs different tours and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. that was where i'm more and that was one of the things when i was little i was super super scared and -hmm. then like when i got to like middle in between high school i kind of found myself more so my friends and i used to go to these things to try to make the actors like be out of character um, right because not that it's like after a while like we're less easy to scare because you know basically desensitization or just becoming like oh we know this is fake or like when bart just like no hesitation is like those like didn't say the phrase but like those chainsaws you know aren't arnie like they're chainsaws but they literally took everything that could be dangerous off of them you're just hearing sound effects right. um, like that kind of reminded me in in a little ways not in like he does it in kind of like a i'm cool way we did it in a more of like just a, like that was, we made it a different kind of challenge. Um, but I know that was one of the cool things. And I know um, there are all sorts of different stuff because I know people that have worked that. And that goes back to like the spirit store. There are people too that like they live for those short moments where those like actors and volunteers or stuff like that will go out to Mm -hmm. different towns and travel place by place to just kind of live off of that for a little bit so it's like another carnival kind of a thing which also kind of made it cool that they kind of like tied that in in between but I did love that whole kind of little scene and then yeah it made me feel like there's like some stuff that's just like staples now of like people randomly walking around that you're not sure are you know are they part of it or are they just there Like the random people with chainsaws and most of the time, the people with chainsaws would be paid. Like their whole thing was like creep up on somebody. So find somebody that's not paying attention and then just rev the chainsaw. So to get those little like shock and awe moments, of just like, Oh, if you could get somebody to gasp, like that's like what the actor was like. Yes, I did my job.
0: Right. Yeah. No. And it kind of feeds into the, there's an overall like meta thing going on with this episode because it's not a treehouse of horror. Um, Like in the beginning, Homer, while he's, like, sending up the decorations, uh, Flanders comes over and starts talking to me. He's like, oh, are you going to go up to the treehouse like you do every year and tell us and tell three scary tales? And Homer goes into, like, these... And these aren't the actual stories that happened in the Treehouse of Horror that year, but it tells, like, these three different stories that they're going to do and just how people love it. And, like, just very meta breaks the fourth wall. Mm. The way that we're just telling stories in the Treehouse of Horror.
1: <laughs> and then... And, oh. um, how Homer very nonchalantly, like literally, just tells, like, "Yeah, this is this story. This is the theme. This is,"
0: yeah. And then later on in the episode, it's so bad, to further later on for to further like play off the point, um, when Lisa and Homer get up to the attic and are hiding, um, Lisa keeps saying, "This isn't real. This isn't real," and going back to the Treehouse Horror. Homer says, no, this is real. I'm basically saying to the audience, like, no, this isn't like the Treehouse of Horror, this is actually mm-hmm. happening. because uh, famously anything that happens in the Treehouse of Horror doesn't count towards Simpson's, you know, backstory. Mm-hmm. So um, so yeah, I really love the I love the meta, because I don't think they overdo it, but it, it's definitely really fun, especially mm-hmm. if you're gonna try and do something different. Um let's see. Oh, I just wanted to point out, there is a Treehouse of Horror this se- of this season, and it's kind of an interesting one, too, because it's right after this episode, the Treehouse of Horror, and that episode, they ca- they combine a Treehouse of Horror with a Sideshow Bob episode, hmm. and the combination is that Sideshow Bob actually kills Bart, so he actually gets Bart, and then he regrets it. And then he finds a way to bring Bart back to life so he can kill him over and over and over again, like in bloody, gruesome ways. So, like, if you guys have never seen that episode, because I know a lot of people don't watch the later ones, that one's pre- I won't say it's as good as the earlier Treehouse of Horrors, but it's pretty funny. And, and it's, like, a really gory concept by the time he's done because he just finds all these different ways to kill Bart. But, um, yeah, so let's see. What else is in this episode that I think we should talk about?
1: Oh, I thought it was really cool at the end that even though it really wasn't them, it was them for like two seconds, uh, Mm -hmm. that the two aliens that you know the names of and I can't remember them. Okay. Yep. And actually like the more recognized voices were there for like a second before they became people in costumes that were like, oh, they're just your everyday Simpsons characters that Carl and Lenny are just there um, at the end. So it was like another thing to kind of bring it back to that, hey, this isn't a treehouse of horror, but it like may feel slightly like a treehouse of horror.
0: (laughs) Oh, and that actually, I don't know how that reminded me, but it reminded me the other thing that I wanted to like stop for a second because it reminded me of stuff in my own life. Um, When Bart goes into school in his pirate costume, Mm -hmm. like everybody else gets to walk through and the minute Bart comes in, Principal Spears standing there and he's like, oh, you can't wear this bandana, it's gang colors. You can't have this hook, it could be used as a weapon. Like everybody else got to walk by, but because it's harsh, Mm -hmm. like he's he's getting his whole costume picked apart. And it just, it reminded me of those overzealous people working in school that'll do stuff like that to people. I, I, I've told the story, I don't know if I've told you, but I've told the story to other people in my life. I, when my grandfather died, my mom gave me this small like chain It was just a small chain that, like, went on my wrist, barely fit. And that was actually confiscated from me and never given back um, Mm -hmm. because chains were gang, like, gang stuff. And I grew up in the middle of a fucking nowhere country-ass place where there were no fucking gangs. It just not what we did. And it's just, yeah, it was just so ridiculous. Um, But, yeah, so I completely feel for Bart in that moment of just people overstepping their bounds. That's
1: that's too real, man. Like, I'm mad for you now. Like, one, I'm like, would you go to a public school? Because, like, that's some bullshit. Like, I I guess that's, like, one of the talents that, like, I can't relate because I'm one of those stubborn kids that even if I got in trouble, I would have found a way to, like, go to the principal's office and, like, you stole my personal property I needed at the end of the day. It's not harmful. It's not whatever. This is bullshit. And I, not that I got away with it, but I would still try. (laughs)
0: No, I got you. No, I and mean, then that's the, that's the one of the differences between you and me. I just assumed because they were adults that I would get that back next back oh, no. to school. And yeah, no, never never came back. That, I don't know what happened. To it. So, uh,
1: and, then and to uh, add a little bit of comfort, but not comfort, is like you do remember like AG Madness and things were a thing. So it's like even though you didn't think they were gangs around you, they were actually kind of some small infamous little, like yeah. stories that were told from like singular events. So
0: I, I'm sure there was some stuff that like they were blowing out of proportion because that's how main the place I grew up was. But at the same time, just based on this podcast, dear listeners and the shit that I've watched and the movie <laughs> that I'm doing still today, you, yeah, no, everybody listening is like, Oh, what the hell were they thinking? This guy wouldn't <laughs> had no affiliations whatsoever to anybody.
1: you that, that brings up a good point though. Cause like now I'm trying to remember, like, even though I went to a public school, like, I don't know mm-hmm. if it was, like, for different private schools and stuff like that. Like, there was a point in time in an age we were allowed to wear our costumes after, mm-hmm. like, I think essentially after it, like, didn't become cool, which is funny because that's usually when people get more into costumes. Right. Um, <clears throat> there was kind of like a you could wear, like a jumpsuit, but you couldn't wear the full stuff or like people did face make. a couple people did face makeup and stuff like that. But like that one went back to like the, when you're a guy, you don't do face makeup. And I'm like, well, this is lame. Or like girls could color their hair and we'd just be like, well, we don't have wigs. <clears throat> so I'm just trying to remember like if we ever had time where like, I don't know if I like kind of similar to yours, but not if like there was a time that like somebody wore a costume and they like took it away. Most of the stuff that happened wasn't, like, a theme. It was just kind of, like, stupid. Right. So so I think partly because not as many people cared, we got away with it. Yeah, because we even had something, too, where, like, individually, we had people that could wear masks, like, into school, but, like, during classes, they couldn't. I think that was how they worked it out. was, like, when you were on the bus and getting off the bus, you could have your full garb on. But during the day, you had to take most of it off.
0: Right. Yeah, it makes sense. I think they did stuff like that too, but I never was a dress up kind of guy on Halloween. Like I did when I was younger, but by the time I got to that age, I just stopped because I didn't care as much. Last time I dressed up for Halloween, no, that's not true. Once I met Jen, I did it a couple of times, but the last yeah, time it's I like a couple-y it thing,
1: thing that kind of re yeah. evoluce, evolution. You no, know, makes you reinterested in it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> The last time I did it myself was freshman year of college, and it was before I met anybody that became my friend circle, because I don't think any of you were actually at college. I ended up, you know, people slightly younger than me. Um, but yeah, no, I just I went to the, um, the college, like, there was a college bar hangout, and I just sat there for 10, 15 minutes, and, like, literally just sat there. I was like, oh, this is stupid, and I don't know anybody. So I'm just going to go <laughs> and uh, go back to my room, and I think I watched Halloween. So it's bring it all back to. <laughs> together i ended up watching the halloween marathon on amc that night so listen uh, so
1: if if you're this goes back to what the podcast is about right if your only (laughs) halloween tradition is watching a shitty 80s movie like the one i wanted for us to watch but i watched it on my own but we didn't watch it because of stupid streaming things that's totally okay like however and that part of like that's kind of ish the lesson too is like everyone celebrates holidays and stuff differently and they're received and stuff but especially for stuff like with pod this podcast when we do like we don't really care as long as you're having fun having a cool way to you know vent and create things
0: yeah my hope is that my honest hope is that if there's somebody that's like me that um isn't having the greatest Halloween and things didn't work out for some reason you can sit down with us and we'll watch some tv together and just hang out and have fun and that's the whole reason I wanted to do what we're doing
1: so. or learn from homer simpson and the second you you're <laughs> like maybe i should buy a skeleton don't buy a skeleton <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah so i think that's about it for this episode uh, like i said i'm we still haven't recorded it yet but i'm like 99 percent sure we're gonna get it finished um to, f- to cap off halloween we're gonna do Trios of horror number two with our device um i'm gonna see if he's ever seen it uh that's I remember what the three segments. The first segment, one you'll probably remember, is Bart um, has like ultimate power in like a Twilight Zone type of thing, and everybody has to walk around having happy thoughts, um, or hmm. he'll punch them. Oh. And I think that's also the Monkey Paw episode, and maybe the Evil Crusty episode. Hmm. So it's a very good one. It's the second one, so it's, it's, it's yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah.
1: My uh, my uh, last little thing because I wanted to ask. So you know how in the episode that we watched, Homer gives, like, the three plots? Are those mm-hmm. actually the three plots and themes of the Treehouse of War? Or do you know
0: No, that, that was the interesting thing. No, they. I don't remember the other two. The one is the Sideshow Bob plot, and they do not do – one was Principal Skinner and his mother as Psycho. Uh, the other one okay, was, so... like, Matthew Halloween. And no, they don't do any of those. So – And at least the psycho one, like some of them sounded really good. It's like, wow, you guys are burning really three really good ideas.
1: (laughs) Oh no, no, that's that's (laughs) one of the wonders of The Simpsons. Is partly my last point is like, if they didn't, they did or they will. Like, they still have that material to use for. They might do that later.
0: Yeah, no, they still like as as of right now, I think they're um, committed through season thirty-five, and we're only on season thirty-two, so they definitely have time. their contract right now and i'm gonna probably guess they'll be renewed unless the ratings have dipped but i don't think that's going to be the case
1: that's still incredible yeah because this is like generations like i don't know if there's many tv shows now that have been like besides maybe doctor who that have gone like multiple generations
0: it's, it's been very rare in America to get this high. Like, um, back in the day, Gunsmoke did. And mm-hmm. the Simpsons famously made fun of that when they passed Gunsmoke. Um, but, yeah, since then in America, not really. I think, like, 11 or 12 years is supposed to be, like, epic. And we're coming up on three times that much for The Simpsons. Huh. So, Yeah. Which I'm fine with, by the way. I'm, I'm uh, They can keep making them until I'm, you know, dead. I don't care. I will keep watching Simpsons until they have to change the entire cast because everybody passed away. So, um, Yeah, so check out the uh, Triassic of Horror. Check out any of our <coughs> bonus episodes for Halloween because we've got some really good ones. Uh, Artie Weiss and I, for just our regular Wednesday episode, watched Army of Darkness, which was Ooh. a lot of fun. We did the Power Rangers, the wedding episode. We've also done Mars Attacks, They Live, um, Freaks from 1932, and we did the first ever Triassic horror. So if you need more Halloween stuff than that, what was the other one? Oh, and um, Artie Vice and I did Escape the Undertaker on Netflix, Mm -hmm. which is a choose your own adventure with the new day trying to escape the Undertaker. So I feel like we've we've set up a pretty good Halloween night if you just want to sit and watch some TV with uh, us as we listen to us do whatever we're doing on the podcast. Good show. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's about it. And uh, like I said, I haven't recorded yet, but I'm 99% sure we're going to have um, another episode that's going to be up right now, uh, Triassic Horror 2. Uh, November, we're not going to have as many bonus episodes because this was kind of a weird fluke of conness, but... I do think I'm gonna tr- like I'm gonna really work on getting you to do a bonus episode for Thanksgiving itself. Uh, and We oh. just get back to our regular <coughs> scheduled wackiness.
1: I have a wonderful <laughs> idea for that. So
0: I've got no, one too, but mine. No spoilers. It's, it's a uh, it's a half hour show, so it'll only be 20 minutes. So if you want to do both, I'm cool with that.
1: Okay, that would um, work, because it's regular show special, which I think even the regular show special is like 30 minutes, so still short. Yeah.
0: So yeah, maybe we'll get two short um, Thanksgiving themed episodes. That would be cool. But um, yeah, I hope everybody has a happy Halloween and we will uh, talk to you on Monday for some Star Trek.
1: Stay spooky out there.
0: Nice use of the holiday. Bye, everybody.